Welcome to Game On Girl. I'm your host, Dr. Regina McMenemy, and this is Season 3, Episode 7 of Game On Girl, the podcast where I talk about gender, games, and pop culture. In this very unusual episode of the show, I'm going to talk about politics. So stay tuned, and thanks for listening to Game On Girl. So it recently came to my attention that there were some very interesting new approaches some very popular politicians were taking to get the attention of the gamers of the world. Many of you listening to this might already know about these events, uh, but I'm going to talk about them a little bit. I'm going to talk about what I think they mean and the significance of them and, uh, and why I think it's important for politicians to pay attention to gamers, because I think it's a, a demographic that's been largely overlooked for the majority of uh political campaigns. But these are different times that we live in, for good and bad. And seeing these politicians kind of step out perhaps of their comfort zones and embrace gaming has been very refreshing. So the two examples I'm going to talk about are uh, Joe Biden's island on Animal Crossing New Horizons, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez playing Among Us on Twitch. Both very different approaches, but but they have their, their positives, each of them. So let's talk about Biden's island first. There's probably no way any of you listening to this, if you have any interest in video games at all, don't know about Animal Crossing and Animal Crossing New Horizons specifically. It was the big thing at the beginning of the year and definitely at the beginning of our social distancing started up. It came out right about the same time and people just flocked to it. When I first heard about Biden's island, um, I had heard that he was making an island and there was like an idea that he was going to like have this island on um, Animal Crossing. Um, But I hadn't seen anything about how to actually get to it. So I came across an article that had the dream code for you to go visit. So now this isn't an interactive island. You're not going to visit a friend necessarily. You're just going into a dream, which is like a a steady, consistent uh, version of his island. So of course, I had to go take a look. My very first impression just from the beginning was clearly someone who knew the game very well had designed the island. Uh, probably someone professional. <laughs> Definitely, I wouldn't imagine Joe Biden himself. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, it's it's not something that he would do. Definitely something that someone else had kind of put together for the campaign. Um, I loved so many of the details on the island. I loved that there was a campaign headquarters that looked very much like it had been lived in. There were, you know, signs and paperwork all over the place. There were hoodies and t-shirts hanging on the walls in the in the campaign headquarters. You could wander around the island and see different sites. You could actually talk to Joe himself as I was there. I spoke to him and he said, "No malarkey," which I'm pretty sure is one of his catchphrases. 
Uh, So I thought that was really just delightful. My favorite aspect of the entire island was a field of flowers that had been laid out in the pattern of the United States flag. Um, And I just thought that that was a really delightful little touch to take the time to lay the flowers out in the pattern of the flag. I stood and took a a screenshot in that spot because it was really touching to see that kind of representation and see it as part of the landscape, as opposed to just like the flag being emblazoned perhaps all over the island to have taken the time to have made that layout was really seemed like something special to me. Um, there was a place to send a text to, um, you know, to get campaign information, you get on their text lists if you do text them, which I did. <laughs> but you also get um, a Biden-Harris uh, hoodie that you can wear in the game. And you can also get other things like yard signs and whatnot to display on your island. Um, so I thought it was just a really little delightful bid at getting the attention of gamers. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the significance of both of these events at the end here. So AOC's Twitch stream of Among Us. I'm, I'm really hoping everybody's heard about this or hopefully has had a chance to at least watch the highlights if you didn't watch the live stream. Um, I got a text from a friend letting me know what was going on right as it started. And I hopped in and watched almost all of it. I missed about half an hour in the middle of it, but she streamed for a little over two hours um, with a bunch of Twitch streamers, some really successful Twitch streamers, um, to name a couple, Corpse, Disguised Toast, Pokimane, um, and some others. Um, I don't remember everybody from it. Uh, those are the ones that stood out the most to me as I kind of watched, and then she had some pretty funny interactions with. She also streamed with Ihan Omar, another congresswoman which was also delightful. It was clear that streaming and the technology for streaming, including the microphones and setting things up, was new for her. Um, She was trying to get her sound right. And she's like, what if I turn up the gain? Is that going to help? What is that going to do? As she was streaming and setting things up, she was new to the game as well, which I thought was particularly brave. Um, here you go on to like a live streaming event and learn the game as you're playing it. It was part of a promotion to get people to the polls, uh, sponsored or supported by IWillVote.com. Part of Among Us, if you don't know the structure of the game, uh, you it's a social game. You're playing with um, other people and you are a crew on a, either on a base or on a on a spaceship, and you're trying to find the two imposters who are trying to sabotage the the, the mission uh, as you play. So it reminded me very much of a board game called The Resistance, uh, which you may also be familiar with. So it's kind of a digital version of that. A little bit more complex because video games do tend to be a little bit more complicated, but involving the same skills of being able to read people and kind of talk and negotiate and socially construct um, and socially engineer things. Um, voting is a as a main component of the game because they are voting to see who are the suspects and to, to kick people off the base or out of the ship. So. 
um, it seemed a very appropriate game to play in order to promote people getting out to vote. What struck me from the very beginning was how authentic and genuine her reactions were. Um, It was clear she got more comfortable as she played uh, with the game and with the people she was playing with. But from the very get-go, she was just very demonstrative and very clearly willing to talk about what was going on. Her first things that she said were along the lines of, (laughs) I don't want to be the imposter. I don't want to be the imposter. And of course, the very first thing that happened was that she was the imposter. And she's learning how to play the game and she's learning how to use the control. So she kills someone and then she accidentally alerts the entire crew that she's killed them. <laughs> Almost doing herself in right from the very beginning. Uh, it was it was hilarious. The whole thing was so funny. There were, you know, as the game played, um, it was fun to watch the streamers. Um, being really careful <laughs> not to kill her, even when, you know, she wasn't, um, when she wasn't the imposter, people were tentative to, to, um, to kill her. They were also tentative to accuse her at first until they got really kind of warmed up with each other and more comfortable. Um, so it was really, it was really funny to watch that evolve as well. Um, it was fun to watch her learn the language of the game. She started talking about being marinated by another player who was kind of following her around, but not doing anything. And he was saying he was trying to protect her. And then that game ended. And then he started doing the same thing again in the next thing. And then she ended up getting him booted out by saying it would be pure genius to take the same approach two games in a, in a row. Um, it wasn't what he was doing. So that made it even more um, amusing. She did pitch in, um, in at the end, she talked about making sure to get out to vote, and she did make a pitch for progressive voters um, and for, you know, the Green New Deal and for other progressive ideologies and pr- pr- progressive candidates. It was very subtle for the most part. The stream was just her getting out um, and playing a brand new game with a bunch of people she wasn't terribly familiar with. Um, My understanding was that the stream was only supposed to last about an hour and it went over two. So um, they just got caught up in enjoying it so much that she just continued on, which I also thought was fantastic. So these are two very different approaches to engaging with gamers. I would say that the Biden approach was safer (laughs) and a little bit more distant in um, making an island available definitely is a bid to attention from from gamers, but not, you know, a, a direct sort of means of connecting with them. But as I said, the positivity and the warmth that came from Biden's island, thinking about the way you could approach it and how it could have been done, I think that approach of warmth and sort of a genuine sort of genuine place and a genuine representation still had an authenticity to it that we don't often see in political bids. Most important, I think, even if I do think AOC's Twitch stream was a little bit more risky and took uh, a fair amount of bravery in order to approach and to learn on the fly. I think the willingness of both of them to try something new is very significant. I think it's super important that we consider 
gamers not just as you know a viable demographic, uh, but one that you want to reach where they're at. They both went into the games and into the locations in order to to meet them to meet the gamers where they are at, and I think that that's super important. Um, video games, you know, are the n- newest form of media we've experienced. Like this is this always. There's always new media coming, but video games are really the thing that has changed the media landscape the most in the last 20 years. Um, so, if you want to reach the new generation of voters, this is the way to do it. One of the things Biden needs is he needs to reach younger voters. So, reaching out in game is important for him, even if you know many of his people voting for him probably aren't of the age to be playing. The kind of game they might be playing would be Animal Crossing. Uh, Twitch is definitely, you know, a different place to go. There are some other politicians who have tried to use the Twitch platform to their own means by posting canned and pre-recorded videos there and not gotten a great response from it. If you don't know, AOC's Twitch was the third most attended stream that they've ever had on the platform. So there's definitely an interest and definitely a means of engagement there that maybe politicians hadn't recognized before. So, you know, be authentic, build a happy little island, grab a game and learn it as you stream, uh, give a piece of yourself to those who who join you there. You know, this is advice to the politicians, what I would hope that they would do. I think the results would be worth it. But to you, dear listeners, if you have yet to cast your vote, please keep in mind the big picture messages your politicians are sharing with you. Vote for love and acceptance. Vote for a healthy and positive future. Vote to make future generations proud. But above all, please vote. Thanks so much for listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts about Biden's Island and AOC's Twitch stream. Hit me up on Twitter at DocLiz with two Zs, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and your perspectives on this. And until next time, game on. Yeah.